I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm helping him with his VPN. And I said, you mean his BPN? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 he goes, BPN? That's stupid. What is that? Like, it's like he doesn't know my name, so yeah. it's like, not helpful. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's the Brian Peterson Network. Dude, that could be the name of one of your new pot, one of your new I like to, I need playlists. To, I just need the whole network of the everything BPN. underneath it. Yeah, BPN. BPN. Can you get uh, James Earl Jones? This is BPN. We can, if we hurry up, okay. we might be able to get him. Yeah, <laughs> every day. Yeah. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, a beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Uh, courtesy of Gary Darling on the brand team. Uh, he went back up home. Is that home for him up there in South Dakota? Yeah. I mean, he's been there a while. He's lived there a I while. I think home is actually Texas. Well, he was born in L.A. He lived yeah. in Texas. And then he I lived, in Texas, he lived in, in Texas for a long time. This dude, yeah. anywhere he goes, it's home. I yeah. Think. yeah. 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 He was up. He lived up in Aberdeen for a while. Oh. Now yeah, he lives yes. here in Bellevue, right, yep. with us and. Yeah, well, he was he was supposed to be joining us today, but uh, I think he had some kid things he had to tend to. So that happens. Everybody's kid is sick right now, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Should have uh, brought the kid and gave him some of this grandpa's medicine. No <laughs> kidding. Grandpa's <laughs> cough medicine. That's right. Uh, Here's what ails you. Ails. Ails. Eh, loggers. Uh, there we go. Uh, whatever. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, from one-legged pheasant brewery in Aberdeen, South Dakota, we have Prairie Pride Lager. That's a very alliteration pretty yep. pride i like that hmm. so not quite the stouts that we thought we were going to get into but when gary brought this back the art on this can is uh is great i yeah i i excited to see this i i didn't even know they canned the beer when i did my research so so it's cool i've never been hunting a day in my life never it's, it's never really appealed to me even though i grew up in small town kansas never uh never been hunting a day in my life but i've killed my share of of uh pheasants with my car. Uh, I'm going to guess that was back in the day. <laughs> because they're stupid. Yes. They yeah. are the dumbest animals. They man. are. They turkeys just, are pretty dumb, too. Well, turkeys are dumb, too. Yeah. 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 No offense to the one-legged pheasant brewing. I mean, that they... I, God, pheasants are There's dumb. a reason it's one-legged. Yeah. It was dumb. That's it. <laughs> got hit by a car. Yeah. Got yeah. hit by a car. You know, my father-in-law, he's kind of... He's not like a, you know, all camoed out dude, but mm-hmm. he'll go hunting once in a while. Not... not much anymore but when he was a kid he used to go pheasant hunting quite a bit and now from what some of my people that i know and contacts and i'm sure we could you know verify mm-hmm. this they're like impossible to find really Can't, they're just not Pheasants? anywhere yeah well actually i mean it depends on where you're at sure they're all over south dakota but yep. a lot of them are just grown like on a farm mm. until they get oh, to yeah. a certain point and then they release them have yep. you ever eaten pheasant before it's disgusting it, i didn't mm. think it was very good no. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you how you have how it. You I prepare guess. it. Yeah, 
You gotta uh, soak it in buttermilk for a long time to get the yeah. yeah. I heard it's kind of like a duck uh, consistency, very oily like that. Mm. Never had. I've never eaten it mm. either. So I don't know. I feel like we need Matt Lawhorn to weigh in. I on think this so. One. We could call him and ask him. He's probably <laughs> had it like you know raw. And he's had it like <laughs> oh gratin. And he's had he makes it. jerky out of it. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure he I'm makes. Sure he does. He's got mm. all sorts of recipes. I'm sure. Yeah. I am kind of curious. We should call him up. I've been pheasant hunting. Yeah, and quite honestly. It, it seemed pretty easy. <laughs> We're going to get into that. Okay. Into All that. right. That's some information for us. Uh, so One-Legged Pheasant Brewing is located at 721 South Main Street, Aberdeen, South Dakota. Closed Monday, Sunday and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 4 to 10, and Friday, 4 to 11. Uh, founded in 2018 by Dave Welling. Uh, he moved... He moved. He moved his family and his wife and his daughters to Aberdeen. wasn't his choice. His wife got a job at a teaching nursing at a college. Oh, cool. nice. um, that's a cool yeah. tie-in there. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. She, uh, 2015. She, uh, he found himself in Aberdeen when his wife Sandra became the dean of nursing at Presentation College. Oh, the dean. The dean. No, so no not wow. just teaching, right? I mean, yeah. she ran the whole damn thing. Nice. This beer, five uh, percent. Eight IBUs. Like, can you even measure that? I don't know. No, no. $10 a crowler. That's reasonable. Wow. I mean, you know, that's that's pretty good. And this beer, you could drink this literally all day long. All day long. It's sweet. It's just, yeah. It's kind of buttery. A little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Here's some of the other beers. They they call this one of their standard beers. Now I would I would go with the term core. Standard to me just makes it sound like eh, this is just okay. It's just standard. Right? So I don't like that. But mm. these are their their quote standard beers. Okay. This beer, the Prairie Pride Lager, Ground Pounder, Hellas. Ground Pounder. Ringneck Red. That's a <laughs> name for a pheasant, ringneck pheasant. Oh, ringneck. Yeah. I think you said rain neck. Oh, oh, no, no ring neck. Uh, and then their it's premium also, beers they is, have. Isn't that a snake too? Ringnecks are a snake, like a little, yeah, like a little, like a like garter snake maybe. Maybe. A ringneck? Uh, I don't know. We need to get a garter snake beer, and I'll do that research. <laughs> where Where is Lawhorn? We could. Really Boy, use we need some... him on this. I know. We need our local animal guy. Yeah. All yeah. right. So here's the premium ones. Um, some of these names, I'm going to have to be careful. Hmm. There's a lot of K's and stuff in it here. Okay. Dark helmet. Dark Helmet? Black Lager. That's fantastic. 18 IBUs. Is it really Dark Helmet? Yes. For real? Yes. Huh. I'm surrounded by assholes? Yes. Yes. Sweet, dry finish on this beer. I know I like this guy. Spanker Wheat. Spanker? Yep, Spanker Wheat. That's the lemon and lime wheat beer. Oh, well, that sounds delicious. Hop Slap is their hazy IPA. Comes Hop. in at 6.1. Hop Slap. Hop Slap. <laughs> Uh, their Oktoberfest beer is 4.5%. It's 11 IBUs. It's called Cocktoberfest. <laughs> because of, you know, and the pheasant. 4.5, yeah. man, you could just mm-hmm. drink a... Yeah, a big old handle, just a gallon yes. milk jug. Just cut the top off. <laughs> man. Uh, this one, when I, when I was doing the research, I had to do like a triple take. It was late at night, and I was like, okay, um, Kilt Kicker. Kilt, nice. kilt kicker. Yes, I I inverted some letters and I was like, "What did mm. I?" Oh boy! Uh, but it is kilt kicker. It's an Irish dry stout, so oh, like a hmm. Guinness, like kind. a Guinness, yeah. Seven point eight percent, which seems high for that me does, on that, that style. Seems high on that, um, yeah. And then there's this beer, um, which was the last one on their list. It's called Barrel Monster. 
It's a smoked imperial stout. Oh, boy. 13%. Whoa. Brewed with bacon. Yes. Okay. I mean, a smoked bacon what? beer. I don't know. Right? Sure. Mm-hmm. We'll try that out. Uh, Tuesday's there at the old, the old spot. They got $2 taco Tuesdays. Nice. Yum. Perfect. So that if that's something you're into in Aberdeen, mm-hmm. then go check those out. I mean, outside of pizza, what goes best with yeah. beers? Tacos, yeah. right? Tacos. For yeah. context, if you're going to, let's say, Rapid City from anywhere east, you're going to end up going right by Aberdeen. Like, Why do you know so much about South Dakota? I drive through it like three times a year. Oh, to go back home yeah. to Wyoming? I-90... All the wall drug signs. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um, jackalope or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's this. There's a sign for Aberdeen. Once you get, and that's how I know. Like I'm getting closer to Rapid City. Like, oh man, Rapid City's not too far away. My only uh, experience with Aberdeen, unfortunately, is the Cage the Elephant song. Oh. In Aberdeen. Yeah, I know Aberdeen, Washington. Oh. I think that's kind of like where Nirvana was from. Kurt Cobain around that area. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Over there. That's what I know about it. I've never been there. Mm. Day of my life. Mm. Uh, pheasant facts. Oh, boy. Facts with a PH. Facts. Yeah, like pheasant. Like, nice. Uh-huh. It's a long, large game bird. So it's got a long tail. It makes up most of the bird. Big tail, big yeah. feathers. Yep. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. usually what you'll notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 50 different kinds of the species of, of this. Five zero. 50. Yes. Okay. So they're only native to one place in the world, and that's Asia. Mm. So How did they get here? People brought them. Immigrants mm. brought them. Whoever brought them. But Someone were... thought, these are going to be really good to hit with your car at some point. Yes. <laughs> Thousands <laughs> of years ago. Let's bring these over here. Okay. Or a chariot. All those things, because they've been around time. Um, 2,000 years ago, they were brought to Europe for the first time. Okay. And they took over there. And they're, they're a real big thing in um, England and Germany specifically. Those okay. are the two places I saw. But England is like next to fox hunting, which I don't think they do anymore. Um, pheasant hunting is like the big deal. Really? Yeah. So a lot of these facts I found on British websites. Mm. So I was like doing conversions because they were like, it costs 20 quid to shoot a pheasant. And I was like, what? I don't. Okay. It's <laughs> quid. Um, the best known is just the common pheasant, which is what we got mm-hmm. in the can here. Um, their habitat, kind of like where, you know, we're all from in these areas. We've mm-hmm. seen this before. Grasslands, idle fields. Wetlands, which eh, I don't know, we don't really have a lot of that around here, but no. some places do. Um, croplands, haylands, and shrublands. So you've cut hay or you've got alfalfa growing. Yep. That's a good spot. Wheat fields, they like to be hanging out in there. Um, any sort of like, you'll see sometimes when you're driving, there's just big piles up of trees, like mm-hmm. dead trees that farmers mm-hmm. pile together. Usually rabbits like that too. And, yeah. and that's a little phoenix. These, those birds, those pheasants like to hang out it's in there good, too. It's good cover. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Lifespan in the wild, one to three years. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to use some terminology here. This is adults, you know, uh, podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I read was a lot of the cocks, that's what the males are called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the cocks uh, just can't get it done. They, they don't, they can't procreate and, um, you know, season the eggs, if you will. Oh, okay. okay. So a lot of times one bird will have six to eight females in his little harem, his Good little flock, him. right? Yeah. But then he can't make mm. it happen with those eggs, and they, they die out. So, like, you'll see a whole bunch, and then within five years, they're all gone. That's one of the reasons 
um, they're always being reintroduced because they oh, can't okay. they can't survive on their own very wow. well. So it's a thing where like there's like farmers for pheasants, right? There's fish farmers and there's yeah. all these other sorts of things. And the pheasant is one of those things where that they do that quite often. Do they need like like Cialis, Viagra? I mean, I think it's uh, four not, hymns. They might need a four hymns. It's not necessarily that issue. I think it's more about just the end result. Oh. It's not as potent. Yeah, they're trying. It's just not. It's just not catching. I guess. Hmm. I don't know. It's a genetic thing. Eighteen years they can live in captivity though. Eighteen years. Yeah. So wow. you could have a, a stud cock, let's say, and he's just going to town at the farm okay. for eighteen years. Yeah. What a life. Yeah. <laughs> what a life for that guy. Yeah. Um. They ooh, characterized by strong sexual dimorphism. You know okay. what that means? No, no. That means the males are real pretty to look at. Oh, okay. Kind of like a cardinal. You sure, know? yeah, and beautiful. female birds a lot of times are duller, mm. uh, brownish, greenish, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's to take the heat off like the nest. So the predator sees that bird, uh, the male, very easily, mm-hmm. and uh, the female not so easily. Mm. Uh, however, uh, the pheasant is one of those uh, deadbeat dad birds. He yeah. just rolls up to the, to the nest of eggs, mm. does his deal, and he's like, Peace. Peace Smokes the cigarette and walks out. <laughs> no kidding. Yep, and that's it. He don't have nothing to do with it anymore. Wow. He's in the area, and the females still follow him around, I think similar to the Tom Turkey, mm. uh, but he's he's not babysitting his own kids or any of that deal. You know, hmm. he's just like, forget it. Hmm. I, I did my deal. Out. Yep. More likely to appear on Judge Judy or uh, yeah. divorce court. Uh-huh, yeah. Potentially, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. or just run out in the middle of the street after mm. he got done doing his deal. So Blam. whatever, but yeah. that's how they do it. Okay. Um, we kind of talked about this, and you said it was a little it was like easy when you went out and did this for a little bit. Here's, yeah. here's one of the reasons. When they're scared, their natural instinct is just to go straight up in the air. Right? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they don't like do no angles. There's none of that sort of thing. Straight um, up in the air. They just go straight up, and they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then you blast them. Yeah, so right? seriously, like, um, you'll just be walking along the side of the gravel road or yeah. in the field, wherever you're at, and you can't really see them because they're really good at, like, hiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as soon as you get too close, they just pop up. And, and then you got to be ready. you got to be ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they don't fly very far. It takes a lot of energy for them to fly. I think mm-hmm. the body weight versus the wing, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Somebody could explain that better. However, they love to run. So yes. they'll fly just a little bit, and then they'll get on the ground, and then they'll take off. And they're pretty quick. Take off running. They're yeah. fast. Not yeah. fast enough a lot of times no. that we've been talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of the things, I guess, that makes it, we'll say easy. I, I wouldn't be able to hit one probably, but um, mm. that's one of those, like, you'll see – um, pictures online, mm-hmm. Facebook, maybe you got a friend or somebody with a, you know, tailgate down and there's 15 birds on it. Right. It's because they're like, take your dogs out and they Easy. scare them up. And yeah. you just, if you can shoot, blam, you blam, blam. Yeah. Honestly, with, with the right bird shot, like it, the spread is, there's not much aiming involved. That's what I'm trying to <laughs> you say. Just blast them. Yeah. <laughs> like literally like you just point in the general direction and if you have a good like bird shot, like the spread. Yeah. Yes, You'll get they'll it. They'll get him. It's yeah. not like ducks or geese where you you know you gotta have you a have pretty to good shot to move right? Mm-hmm. They're overhead yeah. and you gotta yep. lead them and all that. This is more of like a it's like somebody kicks in your door at night and you got a shotgun and you're just like oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be like the style of hunting. This is this, but yeah. I don't know. Never done it. Okay, I have been dove hunting, and you just sit there and wait mm, yeah. and wait and wait and wait. And then if you sit there too long, 
sometimes you have to poop in a field and that's just a whole different story. That happens too, yeah. Uh, there's, there's no bathrooms around and you know, that, that has bucket? happened. Bucket? Do you take a bucket out there? No, but the you want to make sure you wear a long tube sock just in case oh, you need a little extra mm, yeah. uh, wiping material. Mm, anyway, okay. um, we're going to segue into something a little more near and dear to my heart. Okay. Hunting, oh, that's great. Sure. That's manly-ish. Um, baseball, that's more manly. Oh. <laughs> Let's get to the baseball. Baseball tie-in. You ready for this? I'm ready yeah. for it. Yeah. The Aberdeen Pheasants. No way. What? They were in the minor leagues okay. from 1920 to 1971. Mm. Hmm. And then they had a brief two-year stint in the Independent League. Okay. So like Lincoln has the Salt Dogs mm-hmm. down the road. These guys had a team. And they were also called the Aberdeen Pheasants. So in the 40s up until like late 50s, they were a minor league team for the St. Louis Browns. Yep. And then that team moved to Baltimore mm-hmm. and became the Orioles. So yep. they were an Orioles affiliate until oh. 71 when the, the whole league just folded. Yeah. The other teams in the league were, there was two in South Dakota, one in like St. Paul or somewhere in Minnesota. Okay. And then maybe Wisconsin or maybe even Fargo. I can't remember, but it was very northern states where like you're probably not playing a lot of baseball you're not no that's why all the you know good baseball players are from the south right because they have more time to play yeah so here's some of the names of people that have played in this town or at this field or are involved with the team okay and i was kind of surprised to see some of these like holy crap names with a place i'd never you know heard of or ever would think of for baseball don larson you know him yeah the only perfect game in world series history yes uh he played there in 1947 and 1948 then eight years later, 56, right? Throws the perfect game. Yes. So he must have been pretty young playing in uh, yeah, South prob- Dakota, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Jim Palmer. Yeah. Orioles. Yeah. Yeah. 1964. Yep. Hall of Famer, I believe. I believe he? so. Um, Earl Weaver. Manager Hall of the Famer, Orioles. right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. He managed there in 1959. No way. So he started there. Guess wow. who else managed there? Hmm. Cal Ripken Sr. Really? Yeah. 63 to 66. Wow. So he's getting his, you know, he's cutting his teeth in yeah. Aberdeen, South Dakota. Uh, these are all famous names, Dolan, just by mm. the way. Okay. Uh, Lou Pinella? Sweet Lou. I've played heard there. of that mm, one. Yeah. He played there. <laughs> Sweet Lou played there? 64. And then he got called up to the show, mm. as you will, and yep. he never, never went back. But he played there. Um, this guy named, we know him as Terry, but the players call him Tito Francona. Y- yes. Just one manager of the year. Just one manager yesterday. of the year, yeah. Yeah. As he, of the as of recording. Yes. 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 He played there in nineteen fifty three. No kidding. And guess what? He got married at home plate at the stadium. No. To a local lady from Aberdeen, met his wife there, and they got married at the ballpark at home plate. Hmm. Still married to her? No. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't see anything that didn't say that, but hmm. so yeah, in nineteen fifty three got married at the ballpark. Huh. Pretty cool. That's cool. Um the biggest game they ever had is 1964 the actual baltimore orioles came to town so oh. kind of like kansas city did yeah with the with the local team here with used us the storm chasers yeah used to be like a kind of an annual thing mm-hmm. they did it one time it was in 64 uh and the baltimore orioles won six to three okay now there's this website i found last night um ebbets something ebbets field ebbets yeah, yeah. they have they make cl- baseball stuff okay like old stuff 
So it's new things that look old, right? So it's like Ebbets Field, like wool jerseys, Mm -hmm. wool hats, but all teams that are old and not around anymore. Mm -hmm. A lot of Negro League stuff, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of minor league teams. Mitchell and Ness? I think so. There you go. They had it. Mm -hmm. They had two or three different Aberdeen pheasant jerseys you could buy. No kidding. They had, oh, I can't remember the name of the, the mascot. I want to say it was Phil. It was something like that. Phil the pheasant. Yes. And like in the paper in Aberdeen, after every game in the morning, the local guy would draw a picture of Phil doing something from the game and they'd have like a recap of what happened the night before. So he was famous in the town because he's, you know, this guy was drawing the mascot of the team or whatever. Nice. But yeah, if you want to rock a Aberdeen pheasant's hat or jersey, you can go on this website and check it out. It was spendy. It was like a couple, maybe almost 200 bucks, I think, for that jersey. But if you're from Aberdeen and you love baseball and Mm -hmm. history and Baltimore Orioles or whatever, then maybe that's what you want to do. I think Gary needs one of those for bringing us these beers. Make him a hat or something. Yeah, we'll have to to dig into it. But I was surprised to see that that was a company, but it was also really cool. I've seen t-shirts online, too, that have like old baseball, Mm -hmm. you know, teams that aren't around anymore and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. I I like that stuff. I've seen there's multiple like Negro League, uh, like jackets and stuff that Mm -hmm. have all of the logos on them, like on the sleeve or whatever and stuff. Uh, There was a dude in the, where was I flying back from? Houston. Uh, He was in the Houston airport, was wearing like an original Big 8 jacket. So very similar. Had the little Big 8 logo right on 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 the chest. And then on the back had all of the old logos on there. So it was that was super cool. Yeah. Like the, the old Kansas State with like you know the cat holding sure, the yeah. pen, you know the pennant and stuff like that. It was mm. cool. Yeah, I like that. I'm getting old enough where I'm like, oh yeah, vintage is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's what I got for us. That's my research. So this was uh, one legged pheasant brewing was the uh, first brew pub in Aberdeen in 2018. So Aberdeen, what? Did, yeah, they did not have a brewery in Aberdeen until 2018. Wow. That seems kind of crazy to me, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just going to go off on a limb here and okay. maybe small town South Dakota is not hmm. where you find the craft beer. I'm feeling it's like a bush light sort yeah. of scenario, yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing, the yeah. camo can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, probably something like that. Well, I told this story before. Um, Lexington, Nebraska is not too far from here, right? And we've got yep. friends that live in Lex, friends that grew up there or whatever. They go back to visit family or whatever. And there's a bar right off the interstate there that uh, you know Bushlight, Coors Light, that type of thing mm-hmm. or whatever. They also have a, uh, one of the taps is Fairy Nectar. Oh. He, last time he went in there, he uh, stopped, and most of the dudes in there, all got all the old guys in there, were drinking Fairy Nectar. Wow, that's mm. cool. Yeah, one beer at a time. <laughs> Yeah. Something's tickly. Better have another drink Better have there. another... Uh, <laughs> better finish Uh-oh. that off. Uh-oh. There you go. Ooh, it's making my eye water. Uh, so the main ingredient in beer is water, obviously, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, so it surprises some customers that Dave uses Aberdeen water. So maybe the water in Aberdeen isn't the cleanest. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but he said those people keep coming back for more. He admits he couldn't brew without... Aberdeen water. Now it's filtered. They do the whole sure. process and right. you know everything else. He said it pretty much cleans it up. It gets rid of all the Aberdeen taste. In, in quote, interesting. The Aberdeen taste. Wonder if that's like Kansas City flavor water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've had that before. Or... I've told that story before. Florida. I was up in, I was in Alaska and I stopped at one of the breweries, one of the very small breweries there up in Denali, Denali Brewing Company. 
and their beers were off the charts good. And I asked the, the brewer, we did a little brewery tour and stuff, and I asked him, and he goes, our water is so much better than yours, honestly, up here. Yeah. I mean, it just is cleaner. It's yeah, just cleaner. So, yeah. We don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like, the water makes the beer. Yeah, I guess um, so. Uh, do you see where the name came from? No. So this is directly from Dave. Yeah, people ask him, so why the name? And he goes, I always answer the question with a question, Dave explains. What does a one-legged pheasant do? I don't know. What does it do? He hops. <laughs> and what's in uh, beer? Hops. Hops. Oh, okay. Pretty Got simple, it. right? Got like it. That. Yeah, they can't run anymore. I mean, no, no, no. he's hopping. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. That was good. That was a I good do beer. like that beer. That was that was really really. It's really sweet. Good. It's nice. Fresh. What's the ABV on that? Five, exactly five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, perfect. It's nice. Right in between a, a bud and a bud light. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A Coors and a Coors light. Yeah. Right yeah. in there. It's mm. it's sweeter and, but I I keep getting like butter, mm-hmm. like just like a butter. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's yep. good. I think I would you want it to be cold. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yep. want that one to sit around no. too long. Oh, yeah. No. No. Uh, TripAdvisor. There were no TripAdvisor reviews on this place. Yeah. Surprising. Huh. I'm, I, Was there an untapped review? Is there uh, any untapped check-ins? There is, yeah, surprised. there's untapped check-ins. So I went okay. to Google. There were actually 38 reviews on Google. Oh, okay. 4.9 out of 5. The Good. worst review on there is a three-star. Oh. Good. Yeah? Okay. And here was his... Uh, here was his his commentary. All right. All right. Here's the hill he's dying on. Nice setup. Just wish they had some of the honey wheat brew. So they didn't That's have it. his beer. So in. they made some beer once. He loved it. They were out probably. Went back. wasn't there anymore. Three out of five. Oh. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Every time I go somewhere, I, I guarantee it. If it's a restaurant, yeah. like a bar, beer bar, at least the first thing I ask for is gone. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. Uh, it happens to me when I go to Cunningham's. It happens wherever I go. If I left bad reviews for that reason, they would be all over town. All over town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so now I go and I say, what, what is on this menu that you don't have? Right. That's how I start now because it says, you know, it was printed eight days ago. Like, get that out of here. If they don't have untapped on their thing, just tell me what you don't have so I can just go ahead and cross that off. But that's list. why I love the QR code, right? Yeah. It is so much easier to update just, oh, I, this beer's mm-hmm. gone, this beer's here, rather than printing off new menus and what a paper costs and oh, boy. circulating them back out, yeah. in the, you know, or whatever. Scan the QR. My main beer drinking buddy these days has been my father-in-law. And he's, I don't know, he's he's not a spring chicken anymore, right? <laughs> so sc- scanning QR codes, that is something he's just like, what the? Just tell me what beers you have. Sure. You're like, well, the code's on the table. You're like, He's like about ready to walk out. Mm. Like, Calm down. He does have the can- the scanner code on the phone now. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. helped him in- install that, and yeah. once it works the right way, he's he's pretty happy with it. But boy, there's a lot of pushback. <laughs> Old dog, new tricks. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah. Can't I just walk into a bar and order a beer? I got to mm. look at the computer on my phone com- and blah blah. Yeah, whatever. What's on the computer? Then he likes it. Then he likes it once we get the beers. And I got to okay. look at the computer on my phone. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Untapped, 130 check-ins on this mm. beer. More than I thought, that honestly. Is, yeah. More than I thought. I was expecting like 80. Well, I mean, it's canned, obviously. I mean, they're, they're printing yeah. the labels right there. And, and I didn't see anything on their website about canned. No. 
to go or anything mm-hmm. like that. So you think they saw them around the area at stores? I would highly stuff? doubt I mean, it. I don't know. Just, just for the Gary. picture I saw, yeah. Yeah. it looks so small. Mm. The tap room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in a old. I thought I wrote was this an old down. Building? Yeah. It was an old uh, Diamond Vogel paint store. Oh. Okay. So it was, had enough room. And if you look at it, like there's a picture of it. Yeah. It looks like they just took the the awning that used to say Diamond yeah. Vogel and, they just and painted put their the logo top. right over yeah, the top heck of yeah. it or whatever. There whatever. You do what you got to do. That's right. right. Was the did you see the picture on their site? I'm thinking it was the same one. It was like a karaoke or trivia guy yeah. standing there. He's like, he's yeah, like, like yeah. kind of dancing a little bit. And they're like right next to the fermenters or whatever. It's like this is all right in the brewery. Like sure. There's not a specific room, and it looked like it was just they carved out a spot, and put some <laughs> tables in there. It, if this is the only place to go in Aberdeen for beers like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going there. I, I want to try that bacon stout. Mm-hmm. That bacon stout. center, man. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. On tap, 130 check-ins. Where do you think we land oh. on the uh, Prairie Pride Lager? I'm going 387. Man, I, I feel like it's the only show in town. If you have untapped, you're just like, I can't wait to use this. Mm. I'm going to say 4.06. 3. Point nine six. Oh, so getting close, right? right? Almost yeah. a four pointer. We almost it, always in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the most part. And I'm always usually higher, <laughs> and you're a little lower. And that's that's true life. It's I pretty guess. typical. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at my Untapped the other day, and my average rating out of oh, thousands of beers mm-hmm. is three point nine one. Wow. Really? Yeah. I'd have to. Mine's like three and a half ish, somewhere in there. I got bad at Untapped again. Like it oh, just no. stopped. Yeah, I, no. I kind of did too. You now, know what? I forgot to do the last batch of episodes so i'm gonna I, have to pop on there today I, i'm Just, thinking i haven't done the last like 20 episodes oh no yeah. the whole one I, I do it when i'm on like like a trip you yeah. know i'm really good at that but like i'm just not good here, at, you don't even have yeah. your phone out uh, no can't I do don't. it here yeah. oh my goodness I oh, like well. it. Well, my son likes it too because it, they have the untapped at the, oh, yeah. at on the, the bottom screen. on the screen. Yeah. You see a little picture, a little uh, memoji of me or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. The, yeah, the little oh, yeah. the bitmoji. The bitmoji. Yeah, me go. with the beer glass or whatever. Yeah. And I think mine still has a Natter Days picture. <laughs> I think it might. Yeah. Mine is mine and my wife at a 4th of July parade. So I got like the American flag button up or whatever. Nice. So like, hey. <laughs> it says a lot about you what you yeah. choose for your untapped picture. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Dolan, where are we at in the schedule? Next week are we doing the are we doing the stout? Are we doing the tribute to Rambo next week? We are. Okay. Yeah, the Fremont stout and yeah. then I think we've got a couple Christmas more beers. after that. Christmas beer. Yeah. I think we're only doing one this year. Maybe two. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw one I saw one back in the fridge. I'm going to ask you about it later cuz Oh, that's fine. That one looks might like maybe a bonus beer. I don't know. Oh, okay. If it's the one you think of, it's an it's old. It's from like oh, twenty one. We can still try to drink it. It's we an can IPA. try. It. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll drink it. We, okay. We did the uh, ice trick with uh, Shiner. Yeah. The Shiner Holiday. Did we work? did it over at Cunningham's. Now he's doing it for everybody that orders that beer at Cunningham's. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Brian's yeah, doing it. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it's uh yeah it changes the beer completely. Yes. Wow. It's so bizarre. It's the uh for those of you listening that's uh. The Shiner Holiday Cheer, yeah, the mm-hmm. pecan and yeah. peach, mm-hmm. yeah, the peach one, yeah. yeah. If you get it, um, I'm pr- like they distribute everywhere, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Shiner so. everywhere. So anywhere you can find that, try it, and then get a glass full of ice, and then pour that over, and yeah, try it that way. Completely do it at the same time. Yeah, pour yeah. one and then do the other. Get yourself there two you bottles. Have two yeah. beers. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Why not? Perfect. There you go. So until then, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff. 
an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.